0: The ACB Braille Forum, Volume 58, January 2020, Number 7 Published by the American Council of the Blind Read by Bart Morse in the recording studio of the Perkins Library Be a part of ACB The American Council of the Blind, trademark, is a membership organization made up of more than 70 state and special interest affiliates to join... Contact the National Office at 1-800-424-8666. Contribute to our work. Those much-needed contributions, which are tax-deductible, can be sent to Attention Treasurer, ACB, 6300 Shingle Creek Parkway, Suite 195, Brooklyn Center, Minnesota, 55430. If you wish to remember a relative or friend, For the latest in legislative and governmental news, call the Washington Connection 24-7 at 1-800-424-8666 or read it online. Listen to ACB reports by downloading the MP3 file from www.acb.org or call 605-475-8154 and choose option 3. Tune in to ACB Radio at www.acbradio.org or by calling 605 475 8130. Learn more about us at www.acb.org. Follow us on Twitter at at acbnational or Like us on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash A-M-E-R-I-C-A-N-C-O-U-N-C-I-L-O-F-T-H-E-B-L-I-N-D-O-F-F-I-C-I-A-L Copyright 2019 American Council of the Blind Eric Bridges, Executive Director Sharon Lovering, Editor 1703 North Beauregard Street, Suite 420, Alexandria, Virginia, 22311 Table of Contents President's Message, New Year's Resolution by Dan Spoon 2020 Tours in Schaumburg by Janet Dickelman Lights, Camera, Action Apply to become a 2020 recipient of the DKM First-Timers Award by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Call for Nominees for 2020 ACB Awards by Deb Trevino and Debbie Rosier The BOP Seeks to Award Excellence by Deb Cook Lewis Smart, Smarter, or Smartest? What Kind of Goals Would You Like to Achieve? by Linda Boley. Limitless Learning by Sue Lichtenfels It's Funny How Jokes, Humor, Work by Larry P. Johnson Summary of ACB Board of Directors Conference Calls by Deb Cook-Lewis MMS Wants You by Gene Mann Affiliate News Involving At-Large Members, compiled by Artis Bazin Here and There, edited by Sharon Strakowski High Tech Swap Shop Are you moving? Do you want to change your subscription? Contact Sharon Lovering in the ACB National Office, 1-800-424-8666 or via email, slovering at acb.org. Give her the information and she'll make the changes for you. Keep up with the most important ACB news and announcements without any other chatter. Subscribe to the ACB Announce List serve. Send a blank email to announce subscribe at acblists.org or visit www.acblists.org slash mailman slash l-i-s-t-i-n-f-o slash A-N-N-O-U-N-C-E and type your email address and name where indicated. Check out ACB Radio Mainstream to keep abreast of happenings in the blind community. For news you can use, check out ACB Radio World News and Information at www.acbradio.org. President's Message New Year's Resolutions by Dan Spoon Happy New Year! Wow, it is hard to believe that it is 2020. We are 20% through the 21st century. I feel like it was just a few days ago that Leslie and I were singing along to the Prince song Party Like It's 1999 at the Howl at the Moon Piano Bar in downtown Orlando. Twenty years ago, Bill Clinton was president the iPhone had not been invented. There was no Facebook or Twitter. I had a full head of brown hair and even experimented with a perm. There was only very limited audio description on VHS tapes from WGBH. Paul Edwards was the ACB president, Michael Jordan had retired for the second time, and the disaster of 9-11 was still 20 months away. I share these memories with you to reflect on how much change is in our lives. We have very little control over most of the big events and changes, but we do have the ability to influence our own reactions to these changes, and our attitude makes all the difference. Each year, Leslie and I take a few hours to make our New Year's resolutions. Luckily, we don't need to get them approved by the resolutions committee or two-thirds of the general membership. Yes, I have had the resolution to lose 20 pounds for several of these years, and I'm always planning to do better with my finances. By the way, thanks to the Hawaii Association of the Blind, HAB, I can now take a visit to Hawaii off my resolutions list for this year. Thanks for helping us fulfill a dream. Here's how we go about our New Year's resolutions. We make resolutions in seven different categories family friends, community service, education, health, finance, and fun. Of course, you can create your own categories, but I think this is a good exercise, and we have lots of fun with it. So here are my 2020 New Year's resolutions. Family My parents have recently moved downtown to Orlando Lutheran Towers into an independent living apartment and sold their house in our neighborhood to our nephew Sam. We really miss the convenience of an easy walk to visit them, but my resolution is to make the effort to visit them in person each week and call them each day to check in and catch up. They are a treasure and our biggest supporters. Friends, my longtime work colleague Mike Gallagher and I have not spoken in over two years. How does this happen? I was the best man at his wedding. My resolution is to reach out to Mike and schedule lunch. We need to talk and rekindle our relationship. Has this ever happened to you with an old friend? Community service. I've been thinking about this one for several years. I would like to join the Lions Club. We may need your help on this one. I have reached out a couple of times with phone calls, but no one calls me back. Lame excuse. Please push me to make it happen this year. Education. My friends with ACB Radio will love this one. My resolution is to load the Zoom program onto my computer and the Zoom app onto my iPhone and learn how to use them. This is a small step for mankind, but a big step for me. Health. You guessed it. My resolution is to start back up with my morning walks, get back on the elliptical and lose 20 pounds. Wish me luck. You think this would be easy with an aerobics instructor as a spouse. Finance. Leslie and I work hard to budget our money. We have been avid listeners of the Dave Ramsey radio show for 15 years. We have no debt and use cash in our money envelopes for restaurants, groceries, yard services, and our personal money. However, we keep trying to save money for a new roof, and we keep borrowing out of the fund for trips to Key West. My resolution is to save the roof money this year before the next hurricane. Fun We have been working really hard on all of our ACB responsibilities. We love the organization and it brings us great satisfaction, sense of purpose, and wonderful friendships. Unfortunately, there are no set hours for ACB work, and it is easy to get consumed with the work at hand. My resolution is to take off several weekends each month, to enjoy life outside the ACB bubble. Recently, we took off for several days and traveled to the beach to relax, listen to the sounds of the waves, and share time with our friends. It did us a world of good. We do a better job if we allow ourselves some time off to recharge our batteries. Once again, we wish everyone a fantastic new year and look forward to seeing our friends in Washington, D.C. at the end of February for ACB's leadership meetings. Maybe I'll try that perm one more time. Does anyone have some hair I can borrow? 2020 Tours in Schaumburg by Janet Dickelman An amazing array of tours awaits you in Schaumburg. Full tour descriptions, details, and pricing will be posted to the ACB convention announce list, the convention website, and on the conference and convention registration form. Convention dates are July 3rd through July 10th. Opening general session will be Saturday evening, July 4th. The exhibit hall will be open Saturday through Wednesday. Special interest affiliates, ACB committees, and our business partners will hold sessions beginning Saturday, July 4th through Wednesday, July 8th. Don't miss our banquet Thursday evening, July 9th. Friday, July 3rd. The Museum of Science and Industry. Travel down into a coal mine and see what life was like for miners. Perform a hands on chemistry experiment and make slime. Visit You, the experience, and learn how the human body works. Find out what a heart really looks like by walking through a replica. Visit the U-505 submarine exhibit. We won't be going into the submarine, but we'll be able to touch and feel the size of it, as well as touch many artifacts from the sub. Visit the model train exhibit with many hands-on items. Learn the science behind taste and all about sound waves. There's so much to experience, plus an amazing gift shop. Saturday, July 4th. 1. Shop with ACB. Volunteers will assist you in your visit to Woodfield Mall, three levels of stores and restaurants. 2. Escape Room Solve puzzles, walk through mazes, work with others to figure out how to escape. Sunday, July 5th. 1. The Museum of Broadcast Communications, MBC, collects, preserves, and presents historic and contemporary radio and television content. It also educates, informs, and entertains the public through its archives, public programs, screenings, exhibits, publications, and online access to its resources. The Museum of Broadcast Communications was founded in 1982 by broadcaster Bruce Dumont, We don't know yet what the featured exhibit will be, but this is a paradise for radio buffs. 2. Detective Dinner Enjoy a gourmet meal and then follow the clues to find out who committed the crime at this fun, interactive evening. Monday, July 6th 1. Hot Air Ballooning Weather permitting, join ACB and experience the thrill of floating over the countryside in a balloon. This tour will leave the hotel at 4.30 a.m. 2. Pizza and Gangster Tour Taste the flavors of Chicago and learn about the most notorious era the Windy City is known for, our city bus tour with a twist. You'll get a chance to literally eat your way through Chicago by sampling slices of its world-famous pizza at three culturally significant pizzerias. Along the way, we'll educate the group about all things pizza, and since one of the pizzerias used to be an Al Capone-controlled speakeasy, we'll discuss that history as well. 3. Long Grove Confectioners You've probably had these marvelous treats before. Long Grove Confections are sold under many other labels. Learn about how their candy is handmade, try some samples, and do lots of shopping. They have everything from monster peanut butter cups to candied roasted pecans. 4. RSVA Casino Tour Join RSVA for a night of fun at a local casino. All are welcome. Tuesday, July 7th 1. Horizons for the Blind A paradise for the blind. Everything is labeled in braille and large print from the break room, library, and collection of dolls from around the world. See where material is embossed, documents produced, and shop until you drop at Horizon store, where every item includes directions in Braille. 2. Pizza and Gangster Tour 2 Your second chance to attend this fun afternoon filled with pizza and Al Capone. 3. Multicultural Tour visit three amazing venues that focus on the roles of African Americans. Jane Addams' Hull House Museum, J-A-H-H-M, draws upon the legacy of international peace activist and feminist Jane Addams and other social reformers who lived and worked alongside their immigrant neighbors to create social change on the near west side of Chicago. The museum is located in two of the original buildings, the Hull Home, now a National Historic Landmark, and the Residence Dining Hall. We'll also visit the DuSable Museum of African American History, which is dedicated to the study and conservation of African American history, culture, and art. It was founded in 1961 by Dr. Margaret Taylor Burroughs, her husband Charles Burroughs, Gerard Liu, Eugene Feldman, Marianne M. Hadley, and others the founders established the museum to celebrate black culture, at the time overlooked by most museums and academic establishments. The museum has an affiliation with the Smithsonian Institution. Highlights of its collection include the desk of activist Ida B. Wells, the violin of poet Paul Lawrence Dunbar, and the Charles Dawson Papers. It also has a collection of thirteen thousand artifacts, books, photographs, art objects, and memorabilia. There is a wing named in honor of the late Mayor Harold Washington, the first African American mayor of Chicago. The last stop on the tour is the A. Philip Randolph Porter Pullman Museum. The Permanent Collection displays exhibits which are pertinent to the study of the African-American contribution to America's labor history and includes, but is not limited to, the Pullman Company, as it relates to the labor history of African-American railroad employees, A. Philip Randolph, the Pullman Porters, the Brotherhood of Sleeping Car Porters, the Great Migration, and the American Civil Rights Movement. Each venue has a gift shop. Wednesday, July 8 1. Hot Air Ballooning 2 This tour will leave the hotel at 4.30 a.m. 2. Sports Day We are still working with the venues, but hoping to visit the home of the Chicago Cubs, Wrigley Field, Soldier Field where the Chicago Bears play, and attend a game between the Cubs and White Sox at Guaranteed Rate Field friday july 10th one the san filippo place de la musique is known worldwide for its magnificent collections of beautifully restored antique music machines phonographs arcade and gambling machines chandeliers art glass the world's largest restored theater pipe organ the most spectacular european salon carousel in existence street and tower clocks Steam engines and other functional mechanical antiques Displayed within a breathtaking French Second Empire setting You can ride the carousel and board the train cars 2. Odyssey Dinner Cruise Take a gourmet dinner cruise on a high-end luxury yacht With the stunning skyline of Chicago serving as your backdrop Climb aboard your recently renovated vessel, featuring a sumptuously appointed rooftop lounge and stylish interior design, for your cruise along Lake Michigan. Then sit down for a three-course dinner. After dinner, enjoy coffee and tea, captivating views of Chicago landmarks like the Willis, formerly Sears Tower, and Navy Pier, plus musical entertainment provided by the onboard DJ. Staying in touch. Want to keep up with all the latest convention-related announcements? The conference and convention announce list will be filled with information. To subscribe to the list, send a blank email to acbconvention-subscribe at acblists.org. If you received updates for the 2019 convention, you do not need to resubscribe. Hotel Details Room rates at the Renaissance are $94 per night for up to 4 people in a room, plus tax, which is currently 15%. For telephone reservations, call 1-800-468-3571. This is a central reservations number, so be sure to indicate that you are with the American Council of the Blind 2020 Conference and Convention at the Renaissance Hotel in Schaumburg, Illinois. Rooms must be reserved by June 10, 2020 to guarantee the convention rate. Convention Contacts 2020 Exhibit Information Michael Smitherman, 601-331-7740 AMDUO at B-E-L-L-S-O-U-T-H dot net 2020 Advertising and Sponsorships. Margarine Beeman, 512-921-1625. OLEO Numerals 50 at dot com for any other convention-related questions, please contact Janet Dickelman, Convention Chair, at 651-428-5059 or via email janet.dickelman at gmail.com. Lights, Camera, Action Apply to Become a 2020 Recipient of the DKM First-Timers Award by Kenneth Semyon Sr. Editor's Note Kenneth Semyon Sr. is the chairman of the Durward K. McDaniel Fund Committee. End of note Let the festivity begin as we roll out the red carpet for the prominent DKM First-Timers of 2020 during the exclusive DKM first-timers' reception on Wednesday, July 8th in Schaumburg, Illinois. This year's DKM experience will be second to none. Continue reading to get the scoop on how to apply to be considered. To be eligible for consideration, each applicant must meet specific requirements, which include being age 18 or older, blind or visually impaired, an ACB member in good standing, current on membership dues, and never have attended a previous ACB national conference and convention. Another step of eligibility for applicants will be the expectation of undergoing a 30-minute interview with a team of DKM committee members during mid-April. In addition, two letters must be submitted for each applicant a letter of application from the interested member, and a letter of recommendation from a state or special interest affiliate president. Applicants are encouraged to be sure that they meet the award criteria before requesting that their affiliate president write and submit a letter of recommendation on their behalf. The letter of application should begin with the complete name, physical address, email address, which should contain the applicant's name, along with a home and cell number. Then, introduce yourself to the committee and include your reasons for applying for the award, a brief summary of education and experience related to your community service, contributions to the affiliate and or chapter, and the significance of the first-timers' award to your personal or career development, the letter of recommendation, should include the applicant's leadership contributions and potential. The DKM program and ACB honor recipients by funding round-trip air travel and supporting transportation, hotel accommodations, double occupancy, per diem allowance for meals and incidentals, leadership institute, reception, banquet tickets, the general convention registration fee, and other activities determined by the committee and ACB Board of Directors. Optional tours and other fun activities are not covered by the program. The responsibilities of each recipient include but are not limited to attending the full week of conference and convention activities from Saturday, July 4th through Friday, July 10th, participating in daily general sessions, the keys to the convention seminar, and special interest and committee seminars while interacting with ACB leaders and fellow members. The application and supporting letter should be submitted separately. The applicant submits his-her letter of application and the affiliate president submits her-his letter of recommendation to Kelly Gask, K-G-A-S-Q-U-E, at acb.org and must be received in the ACB National Office no later than April 3. Incomplete applications will not be considered. The DKM Committee will select the twenty twenty first timers during the latter part of April. Eligible applicants will be notified shortly thereafter. The selection process will conclude with two recipients being awarded as DKM first-timers, one from east and one from west of the Mississippi River. The DKM committee reserves the right to recognize two recipients from the east or west if there are no qualified applicants from one of the specified areas. All questions should be sent to DKM Chair Kenneth Semien Sr., S-E-M-I-E-N dot K at ATT.net or dial 409-866-5838. We look forward to offering support to every applicant in an effort to ensure a rewarding experience. Call for nominees for 2020 ACB Awards. By Deb Trevino and Debbie Rozier The Awards Committee is searching for nominees who are deserving of national recognition for their work in ACB or the blindness community. Awards will be presented at the upcoming conference and convention in Schaumburg, Illinois. Candidates will be judged on the quality of nomination letters and how well the candidate meets the spirit of the award for which they are being nominated. Please assist the awards committee by submitting worthy candidates and clearly identifying the ways your nominee meets the criteria for the award you believe they are worthy of receiving the deadline for nominations is April 3, 2020 this means letters must be received electronically by 11:59 p.m. eastern on that day please email nomination letters to deb trevino H-O-O-K-S-A-N-D-N-E-E-D-L-E-S at L-I-V-E dot com and Debbie Rozier D-E-L-R-O-S-E at I-C-L-O-U-D dot com We are the co-chairs of the ACB Awards Committee. You can help us out by getting the nominations to us as early as possible. Once we receive your nomination letters, Committee members must review and score the entries submitted. This work takes time, and we will need every minute of it to get the job done. The committee looks forward to the challenge of selecting worthy recipients for the 2020 ACB Awards, and we need your support to complete our important work. Tell us about these special people and how they meet the criteria listed below. Remember that these are national awards, and nominees will be judged accordingly. The Durward K. McDaniel Ambassador Award is given in recognition of a blind person who may or may not be a member of a blindness organization, but who has, through his or her personal characteristics and activities, unrelated to his or her employment, contributed most to the acceptance and understanding of blind people as capable, contributing members of the community. The George Card Award is given to an individual who has dedicated his or her life to work with and for people who are blind, making a real difference and improving quality of life, for providing leadership, and being a positive role model. The James R. Olson Distinguished Service Award is periodically given to individuals who have made important contributions which have advanced opportunities for the blind community. This award can be given to an individual or an organization. The Robert S. Bray Award is given to a person who has made a contribution for improving library technology or communication devices. It could also be given for expanding access for all blind people or for making opportunities within the mainstream media. The Affiliate Outreach Award is based on a recommendation by an affiliate president which recognizes a local chapter for a new outreach program this program must have a measurable outcome the affiliate growth awards are based on the greatest increase in membership as determined by the 2019 2020 membership reports please submit your nominations right away late submissions will not be considered if you have any questions, please call Deb Trevino at 302-286-7276 or Debbie Rosier at 610-295-7929. We would like to thank you in advance for submitting nominations for our 2020 awards presentation. The BOP Seeks to Award Excellence by Deb Cook-Lewis The ACB Board of Publications proudly recognizes excellence each year with three annual writing awards. We are seeking nominations for the Ned E. Freeman Excellence in Writing Award, the Vernon Henley Media Award, and the Hollis-Liggett Braille Free Press Award. The Ned E. Freeman Excellence in Writing Award was instituted in 1970 and will be awarded based on the following criteria. An article must have been first published between April of 2019 and March of 2020. All articles published in the ACB Braille Forum, in all forms and formats, are automatically eligible for consideration. Individual articles published by any ACB affiliate in its official publication may also be nominated by the affiliate's president or editor. Articles which have not appeared in the ACB Braille Forum in all forms and formats may be submitted in any format. The article must demonstrate excellence in writing, novelty of approach, and or originality of the subject matter. The author of the winning article will receive a plaque and a cash prize of $100 at the annual ACB Conference and Convention. The Vernon-Henley Media Award is conferred based on the following criteria. The Vernon-Henley Media Award is intended to be a vehicle for publicizing ACB throughout the general media and to encourage excellence and accuracy in electronic and print coverage of items relating to blindness. This award may be presented to an organization, company, or individual, either sighted or blind, who has made a positive difference in the press, whether in radio, television, electronic media, magazines, or daily newspapers, during the period encompassed by April of 2019 through March of 2020, by portraying the capabilities of people who are blind in a positive light, rather than focusing on outdated stereotypes and misconceptions programs and or articles written and produced specifically for a visually impaired audience as well as those intended for the general public are also eligible a variety of media are eligible for nomination for the vernon henley media award examples may include television or radio programs commercials or public service announcements videos articles from magazines newspapers newsletters posters, or any other new or emerging media sources. Submissions such as books or recurring columns or blogs from the same person should include a synopsis and no more than three sampled chapters for books and no more than three samples of the recurring columns or blogs nominated. Submissions should be accompanied by a letter of nomination as well as the sample copy of the item being nominated. Incomplete submissions will not be considered. The BOP chairperson will annually send a letter to affiliate presidents, newsletter editors, and other media markets encouraging nominations for the Vernon Henley Media Award. A plaque will be presented to the Vernon Henley Media Award recipient at the annual ACB Conference and Convention. The Hollis-Liggett Braille Free Press Award will be presented based on the following criteria. The Hollis-Liggett Braille Free Press Award is intended to promote best journalistic practices and excellence in writing in publications of ACB's state and special interest affiliates. All periodicals of ACB affiliates, distributed no less than semi-annually, are eligible. Nominations must be submitted by the affiliate's newsletter editor or president. Submissions must include the following. 1. Two issues of the affiliate's publication from the previous calendar year, sent electronically and in hard copy, in the format which the affiliate recognizes as the format which best represents its readership. 2. Answers to the following questions. A. How many members are in your affiliate? B. How often is your publication published per year? C. In what formats is your publication produced? Members of the BOP directly involved in the editorial process of any submitted publication will excuse themselves from judging scoring that particular publication. Criteria for judging submissions will include A. The number of contributing writers in a single issue B. The variety of information presented in each issue. C. How well the publication portrays the affiliate. D. The quality of writing throughout the publication. E. The overall layout and presentation of the publication. A plaque will be presented to the Hollis-Liggett Braille Free Press Award recipient at the convention. And now, the fine print. All nominations must be submitted to the ACB Braille Forum editor, Sharon Lovering, with a postmark of no later than April 1, 2020. You may also submit your nomination electronically to slovering at acb.org. All submissions should be accompanied by a cover letter providing details about the nominee, including name, address, telephone number, and email address of the nominee, if known, and details about the submission, its origin, and any other pertinent information. The return address of the person making the nomination should be included in the cover letter. Members of the Board of Publications, Board of Directors, and staff and contractors of the ACB are prohibited from participating. Any individual or affiliate who has won a BOP award since 2016 is ineligible to receive the same award prior to January 1, 2021. Smart, Smarter, or Smartest What Kind of Goals Would You Like to Achieve? By Linda Bollet Editor's Note Dr. Linda Boley is a clinical psychologist and life coach. To learn more about her and her coaching practice, please visit www.capablecoach.com. End of note. When it comes to setting goals, chances are you've heard about the importance of setting goals that are smart, that is, specific, measurable, Achievable, Relevant, and Time-Bound. If you're able to answer each of the following questions in the affirmative, you'll know you've set a goal that's smart. Specific Does your goal use action words to state what you want to achieve and how you intend to achieve it? Measurable Does your goal use metrics to specify how you will track your progress and how you will know that you've achieved your goal? Achievable Is your goal within your span of control and possible for you to accomplish? Relevant Does your goal make sense to you and your unique set of circumstances, including your priorities? Time-bound Does your goal specify a date by which or time frame within which you expect to accomplish it? While setting smart goals is great, setting smarter goals is even greater. So in addition to setting goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound, why not set goals that are also energizing and rewarding? Energizing Is your goal something that you genuinely want for yourself? In other words, does your goal align with your life's vision, mission, and values? Rewarding Does your goal involve the receipt of something that is of value to you, e.g. a cash prize for superior performance? While setting smarter goals is even greater than setting smart goals, setting the smartest goals of all is greater still. So, in addition to setting goals that are specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time-bound, and energizing, why not set goals that are also self-reinforcing, rather than simply rewarding, and transformative? Self-reinforcing Does your goal involve the generation of positive emotions, e.g. the sense of pleasure experienced while engaging in a particular activity? The feeling of pride that accompanies a job well done, or the helper's high stemming from a rush of endorphins that results from offering others assistance? Transformative. Does accomplishing your goal offer the potential to realize a meaningful and lasting change in you and or your life circumstances? If you're like most people, setting goals that hold the promise of energizing, rewarding, or better yet self-reinforcing and transforming you will elevate them to a whole new level increasing your motivation and improving your chances of success however you happen to define it limitless learning by sue lichtenfels live laugh and love has become a popular philosophy for life Whenever I hear this phrase, I automatically add a fourth L word I have come to realize is essential for a successful life. Learn. I truly believe that if your life is going to be meaningful in any way, you need to keep engaging, achieving, and improving. In other words, learning. When we stop learning, we limit our opportunities and settle into a lifestyle that can easily threaten our independence in this ever-changing world. Luckily, the Council provides us with many opportunities for growth and achievement. As an adult, my greatest opportunities for learning have come through my interactions and involvement with my state affiliate in Pennsylvania. My PCB peers post interesting and useful articles to our list serve, such as new products, research breakthroughs, job postings, and advocacy issues. Both virtual and in-person attendance at PCB and ACB conferences teaches me about current and future efforts toward accessibility across all aspects of life and what rights and recourse I have. Peer discussion calls are always a fountain of knowledge as we talk about our favorite devices, share resources, and offer one another tips and tricks to achieve even greater independence. It's amazing to be able to ask someone who is also visually impaired, Well, how do you... I've learned about parenting, cooking, advocating, and so much more by exploring the experiences of others. Being part of such a supportive group has emboldened me to step out of my comfort zone time after time to learn a new task. For example, when I worked on the fundraising team, I learned how to put together a cookbook, coordinate an auction, and administer all aspects of a six-month raffle. Within the conference program and planning team, I learned how to create vendor and participant registration forms, negotiate hotel contracts, and put together a weekend's worth of conference programming. I've learned how to prepare an organizational budget, give public presentations by using my assistive technology, post content on a website, and so much more. On the lighter side of my learning experiences within my affiliate, I've directed and acted in a murder mystery play, scripted and produced an original satire, written a tongue-in-cheek commercial for enlitocyte, the wonder drug that eradicates misperceptions about the blind, and created a children's activity sheet for awareness. I've found that there is no safer place to get hands-on experience doing completely new tasks or stretching my current abilities than by volunteering with the council. My involvement in the affiliate has also allowed me to gain the intangible experience to improve myself. With every successful project I have taken on, I've learned to be self-confident in my abilities. I've learned to take on responsibility to meet deadlines, and to accept others' feedback. I have learned to observe others and identify traits in them that I want to learn to emulate to be a better leader. I have learned not to be afraid to share my ideas and passion for PCB. I have learned to ask for advice when I am unsure and to delegate when I feel overwhelmed. Through my observations and interactions, I have become a better leader and a better me. While my school days are well behind me, I strive every day to learn new things. I have chosen to actively participate in my affiliate because it affords me so many opportunities to learn and grow. Whether they are strategies for independence, blindness resources, the latest news, marketable skills, or personal enrichment, you too can actively pursue limitless learning opportunities in your affiliate and this is the perfect time of year to get started. It's Funny How Jokes, Humor, Work by Larry P. Johnson Reprinted from the San Antonio Express News, November 2, 2019 Editor's Note Larry Johnson is an author and motivational speaker. Contact him at L-A-R-J-O numeral one at P-R-O-D-I-G-Y dot net Or visit his website at www.mexicobytoUCH.com. dot com End of note What makes us laugh? Humor comes in many forms Any of which may tickle the funny bone of one person and fall flat with another Mark Nichol, writing for the Daily Writing Tips website, describes a few types of humor. Anecdotal humor refers to personal stories that may be true or partly true but have been embellished. Mark Twain was a master of this type of humor. Deadpan or dry humor has an impassive, expressionless, matter-of-fact presentation. Epigrammatic humor consists of a witty saying such as too many people run out of ideas long before they run out of words. Two masters of epigrammatic humor were Benjamin Franklin and Oscar Wilde. Farcical comedy is based on improbable coincidences with satirical elements punctuated with overwrought frantic action. It also refers to incidents or proceedings that seem too ridiculous to be true. Ironic humor involves incongruity with norms, in which the intended meaning is opposite or nearly opposite to the literal meaning. Self-deprecating humor is when performers target themselves and their foibles or misfortunes. Comedian Rodney Dangerfield practiced self-deprecating humor. Slapstick comedy mocks violence and simulates bodily harm for comic effect. The name derives from a stick with an attached piece of wood that slapped loudly against it when one comedian struck another with it, enhancing the effect. The Three Stooges were renowned for their slapstick comedy. We need humor in our lives. Eric Savoni, political columnist and commentator for the website townhall.com, writes, Comedy is also a survival mechanism. A way to persevere through difficult times. Comedy thrived during the Great Depression, and Holocaust survivors have credited humor with giving them the ability to endure unspeakable evil. Humor can also hurt. Jokes have power. When the intent is to malign, ridicule, or disparage, a joke becomes a weapon. Does our sense of humor change over the years? Researchers at the University of Akron, Brandeis University, and Northeastern University set out to determine whether young, middle-aged, and older adults found video clips depicting inappropriate social behavior to be funny. They discovered adults 64 to 85 were less likely to enjoy humor at the expense of others. Instead, they liked jokes that bring people together through a funny or awkward situation. 90% of men and 81% of women say a sense of humor is the most important quality in a partner. It's also considered crucial for leaders. Scott Weems, author of Ha! The Science of When We Laugh and Why, says, Our sense of humor isn't fixed. We determine how humorous we are, and we can become funnier if we want. He suggests learning to tell a single joke well. Everybody should have at least one joke in their back pocket, appropriate for all audiences, writes Weems. Practice it often, perfect it. You'll be surprised how often it comes in handy. Okay, here is my favorite riddle. Why didn't the skeleton go to the party? Because she had no body to go with. Well, that's how I see it. Summary of ACB Board of Directors Conference Calls By Deb Cook Lewis The ACB Board of Directors has been really busy. They held a conference call meeting on August 22, a day-and-a-half meeting, October 18-19 to 19 in Schaumburg, Illinois, and budget calls on November 11 and 18. This summary covers only the highlights of these meetings. During the August call, President Dan Spoon discussed the process for finalizing committee chairs and membership, along with the affiliate board liaisons. There was a good response to Dan's appeal for new committee members, which is very encouraging. Ray Campbell reported on the follow-up activities conducted with the Colorado Council of the Blind and Visually Impaired, and the board adopted the revised charter for this new affiliate. Eric Bridges and Clark Rockfall led a discussion of resolution priorities passed at the 2019 Convention. ACB's top priorities will be access to diabetes medical equipment, accessibility of autonomous vehicles, establishing a national transportation framework, increased funding in support of individuals with non-vocational outcomes, such as independent living and homemakers. Other resolutions were referred to committees for further action or will be responded to in other appropriate ways. These top-priority resolutions will also become the framework for the 2020 Legislative Seminar and Leadership Meeting. The in-person meeting was held at the Renaissance Hotel, which is the site for ACB's 2020 convention. After the opening proceedings, Dan and Eric shared a mission moment with the board, featuring the advocacy work of Clark, Claire, Kelly, and Sharon. They described the roles and collaboration among these staff to make sure advocacy concerns of members are addressed both in terms of our national direction as well as on an individualized basis. The board adopted a consent agenda, which allowed them to approve the routine reports as one item, primarily based on written reports, received in advance. Kim Charlson reported on the World Blind Union fall meeting and her recent presentation on digitization to the National Press Club. Claire Stanley shared revisions to the proposed ACB diversity statement, which was adopted by the board. Dan requested and the board approved, changing the name of the Women's Concerns Committee to ACB Women. Eric Bridges reported on the success of the first ACB Advisory Committee meeting. The advisors have provided significant advice and resources already. Eric also discussed ACB's involvement as an advisor to Apple's Showcase TV program called C which has now launched with their new streaming service. C. Is about a time in the future where all inhabitants of the land are blind. The first half-day session concluded with an ACBES board meeting, followed by an executive session where personnel and financial matters were discussed but no action was taken. The entire second day of the fall board meeting consisted of a discussion of the nine ACB programs and services that represent ACB's recently adopted new organizational structure. There were presentations and discussion for each of the work areas, convention program, member services, advocacy programs, audio description project, information and peer support program, Scholarship and Awards Program, Public Awareness Program, Development Fundraising Program, Administrative Services. Each program service has a steering committee comprised of a member lead, staff lead, and an officer liaison, plus relevant committee chairs and other board members. Each of ACB's committees will work with other related committees and with their assigned steering committee to plan and coordinate efforts and achieve measurable goals. You will hear much more about this process in the coming weeks. Finally, in November, the ACB Board held two phone conferences to review and adopt the general revenue and expense budgets along with the convention budget. Budgeted revenue for 2020 is approximately $1,340,000. It is expected that convention revenue will increase because of the location, but costs will also increase. Budgeted expenses for 2020 are approximately $1,800,000. Personnel, office lease renewal, web development increases, and IT infrastructure, along with other rising costs, account for the deficit. The Budget Committee believes that ACB can withstand this deficit and that some of the proposed expenditures will more than pay for themselves in the short term. The Board passed this budget with minor changes. There was one no vote. The Board will hold its next phone meeting in January. MMS Wants You By Gene Mann Happy New Year from the Monthly Monetary Support MMS Committee. We hope all of you had a very happy and blessed holiday season. You've probably been bombarded with charitable organizations asking you to generously support their worthy causes, but please don't forget the American Council of the Blind ACB. We need you too. If you read this magazine on a regular basis, you've seen previous articles from us. If you come to national conventions, you've heard us speak on the floor and seen us in the exhibit hall. But in case you aren't familiar with the MMS program, here's how it works. Every month, the amount of money you designate, a minimum of $10, is either charged to your credit card or withdrawn from your checking account as a tax-deductible donation in support of the American Council of the Blind. 100% of your contribution may be given to ACB, or you can request that up to 50% of what you donate go to an affiliate of your choice. If you'd like to contribute to more than one affiliate, you can do that also. Sign up as many times as you like. Each time you do, up to half the amount you donate will go to ACB, and the other half will go to the affiliate you choose. If you're already contributing through MMS, we sincerely thank you. Please know that you do not have to be a member of ACB to participate in this program. There are several ways for you to join. You can visit ACB's website, acb.org, tab to the Donate Now button, and then tab to the MMS program. Or you can call the ACB office in Minneapolis at 612-332-3242 and they'll help you fill out the necessary forms to get you started. If you sign up as a new contributor, or increase your monthly donation by at least $5 a month before the end of the annual convention in Schaumburg this July, you'll be entered in a drawing for one of several great prizes. Jeff Tom and Adam Eakin are glad they did. After the 2019 convention, Jeff won a 43-inch Toshiba Amazon Fire TV, and Adam won an Amazon second-generation Echo. You could win something just as nice. In closing, let me once again thank those of you who have signed up for the MMS program thus far. Your contributions continue to help ACB accomplish all the work that it does. If you are not an MMS member, but think you might be able to spare at least $10 a month, please consider signing up. You'll be glad you did. Affiliate News Low Vision Scholarships from CCLVI Low Vision students have a unique opportunity to receive financial assistance for full-time college studies. Through the Council of Citizens with Low Vision International, CCLVI, Scheigert Scholarship Program, three eligible applicants, an incoming freshman, an undergraduate, and a graduate student, will each be awarded a $3,000 scholarship. The application period opens January 1, 2020 and closes at 11.59 p.m. Eastern on March 15. For a description of the program, guidelines, reimbursement policy, and low vision certification requirements, go to www.cclvi.org and click on Scheigert Scholarship. If you have questions, call 1-844-460-0625. RSVA, trademark, Sagebrush 2020 National BEP Training Conference Announcement. The theme for RSVA's 2020 Sagebrush National BEP Training Conference is Randolph Shepard, Learning, Leading, and Living with a 2020 Perspective. The conference begins on Monday, February 10th, with registration at 1 p.m. and ends on Friday, February 14th. Again this year, you'll have the opportunity to earn continuing education units, so please spread the word. The sagebrush announcement, exhibitor, and sponsor letters, and all three registration forms are now online at tinyurl.com slash yxy numeral 3A numeral 7O numeral 8. The conference will be held at the Golden Nugget Hotel in downtown Las Vegas. Room reservations must be made directly with the hotel. Call toll-free 1-800-331-5731 and let them know you are with the RSVA, trademark, Sagebrush Conference 2020. Special room rates apply February 8th through 16th. Rates quoted do not include 13% tax and $10 resort fee. The reservation deadline is January 9, 2020. A fee for one night's stay will be charged when you register for your room. Please check the reservation policy at www.goldennugget.com for complete details. Conference updates will be placed on RSVA's website. For more information, contact RSVA trademark by email. RSVA at Valentine's Day will be on Friday during the conference. Why not bring your Valentine and celebrate after the conference? Involving at large members compiled by Artist Bazin, ACB Membership Chair. On our last ACB membership focus call we discussed how to get at-large members more involved in affiliates. Rosemarie Fasilla from Michigan outlined how they started an at-large members chapter to get more members participating in the affiliate. The interested at-large members had several calls before deciding to start a chapter. She said it started slowly, adding more members to each call. Most at-large members are not part of local chapters because of the lack of transportation in rural areas. Some cannot attend the local chapter because of work or family commitments. In order to start the group meetings, a time was set for meeting each month. Email reminders were sent a few days ahead and someone phoned those without email. The calls were a combination of business-related and social calls. A phone vote was taken on confidentiality. The vote didn't decrease attendees. In order to have an at-large chapter affiliated, the Michigan Council had to change its constitution. The convention passed a resolution, and a special notice was prepared to suspend the bylaws. After affiliation was allowed, The group had another meeting to discuss duties of officers in bylaws. Before a vote was taken, the proposed bylaws were sent in the mail and emailed 30 days ahead. The group felt the new chapter would lead to the engagement of more members. The group included three younger members. Dues are $20. If other affiliates would like more information on how the group started, contact Rosemarie via email r-o-s-e-m-a-r-i-e dot f-a-c-i-l-l-a at GMAIL.com. The affiliate website is www.michigancounciloftheblind.org dot org The discussion evolved to other ways to involve additional members. Ohio and Indiana have had joint conferences to draw more members. To accomplish this, a larger committee with more members was created. The affiliates needed to coordinate transportation and rental vans. Each state funded the vans. Time was set aside for each affiliate to have its own business meeting. With leadership aging, the affiliates need to get more new members participating. The next ACB Membership Focus Call is January 26 at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. The topic will be How Affiliates Can Communicate Better Within and Outside of ACB. Next quarter's call will be held on April 27 at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. The topic will be Conference Call Etiquette, and include a how-to on the Zoom phone conference system. Here and There Edited by Sharon Strakowski The announcement of products and services in this column does not represent an endorsement by the American Council of the Blind, its officers, or staff. Listings are free of charge for the benefit of our readers. The ACB Braille Forum cannot be held responsible for the reliability of the products and services mentioned. To submit items for this column, send a message to slovering at acb.org or phone the National Office at 1-800-424-8666 and leave a message in Sharon Lovering's mailbox. Information must be received at least two months ahead of publication date. Engelbretson Receives Bogart Award On November 13, 2019, the Braille Authority of North America awarded the Darlene Bogart Braille Excellence Award to Dr. Robert Engelbretson. Dr. Engelbretson is chairman of the Linguistics Department at Rice University in Houston, Texas. He has developed and teaches a course that examines research on braille reading and writing from the perspective of the cognitive sciences. He has written two books, numerous articles, and has co-edited a large research database of conversational English. He is currently collaborating on a major research project designed to explore the knowledge, skills, and strategies teachers of students with visual impairments need in order to effectively teach braille reading and writing. The project is funded by the Institute for Education Sciences, Department of Education. Bona created its Braille Excellence Award in honor of Louis Braille's 200th birthday and renamed it the Darlene Bogart Braille Excellence Award in 2019 in honor of the retirement of one of its founding members. This is only the sixth time that this award, which recognizes people or organizations that have developed or contributed to a code, have developed code materials, or software that supports codes, and or who represent the highest standards of Braille production, has been presented. NBP Poetry Contest, New Books, and More National Braille Press launched its annual Poetry Contest in October and the deadline's coming up fast, February 7th. The theme for this year's contest is freedom. Freedom to be you. Freedom in the world. Fighting for freedom. Let your creativity run free, pun intended. Entries must be original poems, 125 words or less. NBP staff will select the winners in the following age categories. Kindergarten through second grade. 3rd through 5th grade, 6th through 8th grade, ninth through 12th grade, and adults. One entry per contestant, please. For more information or to submit your poem online, visit tinyurl.com s numeral 9 x p numeral 6 f numeral 3. Who Among Us Remembers Reading the Little Bear Books by Elsa Homeland Minerick. Little Bear's Friend is now available in contracted UEB Braille for ages 6 and up. Another new offering is Hola, Hombre Rosca by Ted Arnold. It's a print and Braille picture book in Spanish for ages 4 to 8. The book is the Spanish-only edition of Ted Arnold's book, High Fly Guy, about a boy named Buzz and his very smart pet fly. Newly available are can Braille labels. These reusable labels, created by Can-Doable, are shaped like bracelets and clip onto the outside of a can, bottle, or jar for easy identification. The labels are hand-washable and sturdy enough to use in the refrigerator, freezer, and ice chests. There are four different sets with six labels in each. The vegetable set has two labels each for green beans, corn, and peas. The bean set has two labels each for refried beans, black beans, and baked beans. The set for Tomato Products has two labels each for diced tomatoes, tomato sauce, and tomato paste. And the Fruit set has two each for peaches, pineapples, and fruit cocktail. Quantities are limited. In the technology section, the newest selection is 31 Cool Things You Can Do With Your iPhone by Judy Dixon. It's available as one Braille volume as well as in BRF, DAISY, and Word file formats. The book explores a variety of apps, practical to fun, and a wide variety of activities, from tuning your guitar to counting your steps, measuring an angle, and depositing a check. For more information, contact NBP 88 St. Stephen Street, Boston, Massachusetts, 02115 4302. Phone toll free 1 800 548 7323 or visit tinyurl.com/slash ydxlc, numeral 3SA. Company Acquisition Empowers Blind Louisianans The Louisiana Association for the Blind recently acquired Hilburn Printing. The revenue generated from print operations will sustain the association's programs, providing vision rehabilitation, vocational training, and employment placement for people who are visually impaired. The organization's direct labor workforce is made up of 80 percent visually impaired employees who work in their print shop, manufacturing facilities, and Ability One base supply centers located at Barksdale Air Force Base and Fort Polk. As a result of growing this line of business, LAB will be able to grow an economic engine for its clients and Louisiana contributing to a strong tax base while creating sustainable revenue. Vario Digital FHD Foldable Desktop Video Magnifier Eschenbach Optic of America Incorporated recently introduced its new Vario Digital FHD Desktop Video Magnifier that can fold down to 5 inches in height. The device provides magnification from 1.3x to 45x. There are multiple viewing options available along with the ability to add a movable reading line if desired. The Vario features a 15.6 inch LCD monitor and provides a full high definition true color image that is clear even at high magnifications. The buttons and dials on the device make it easy to operate and in menu mode, Voice output in five language options is provided when each icon is highlighted so you know exactly which option you are changing. The widescreen format and tilting camera make it easier to read large documents, write underneath and see objects close up. Images can be captured and stored on a removable 8GB SD card and viewed either on the Vario monitor or on a computer monitor. For more information, dial 1-800-487-5389. Send an email message to info at eschenbach.com or visit www.eschenbach.com. Gene Therapy May Restore Visual Function Louisville, Kentucky By isolating where a key protein required for low-light vision is expressed, scientists have shown that gene therapy may restore visual function for people with a form of congenital, stationary night blindness. In mice models with genetic mutations similar to humans with night blindness, scientists used adeno-associated viruses to reintroduce the protein into cells in the retina. The research, led by scientists at the University of Louisville with collaborators from the Medical College of Wisconsin, recently was published by Cell Reports. The next phase of research requires testing on a large animal model with eyes similar to humans. New Unique Computer Book for Screen Reader Users Available Windows Keyboard Power User Guide is a book intended to help you become a more proficient user of Windows, JAWS, and Word. It is available in Word and MP3. To explore the table of contents or learn more, visit techforblind.us. BANA launches podcast series. The Braille Authority of North America, BANA, recently introduced a new podcast called BANA Braille Bits. The podcasts are designed to keep the Braille reading and writing public informed regarding the activities of the Braille Authority of North America, including updates to codes and guidelines. The debut episode provides background that explains what BANA is and how the organization operates. It is available immediately and can be accessed at b r a i l l e a u t h o r i t y com, or by searching for Banna Braille Bits with your favorite podcatcher. New episodes will be released and announced periodically. Braille on Cosmetics Packages Visionary Cosmetics' goal is to be a truly all-inclusive brand. The company features Braille on its packaging upon request and also provides manuals that give vivid, detailed descriptions on the different shades offered in-depth product descriptions are available on the website www.visionarycosmetics.com all products are made in a lab and are cruelty free the company offers 21 shades of foundations various lipsticks eyeshadow palettes highlighters blush, concealers, setting sprays, powders, and concealers. Owner Michael Aguilar has glaucoma and works with a team of people to help put this line together. Visionary Cosmetics is a small company, but it's just getting started. For more information, visit the website or call Michael Aguilar at 205-835-3147. high-tech swap shop for sale braille blazer in excellent condition with carrying case and box of paper asking five hundred dollars negotiable plus shipping unopened box of braillon thermoform paper eight inches by eleven inches five hundred sheets three hole punched asking fifty dollars serious inquiries only paypal payments accepted if interested Contact Jonathan Millam via email M I L A M J at WFU.edu. Looking for Leonard Suhanic is looking for the following equipment a Braille Note M Power Note Taker with version 8.1 software, a Braille Light 2000 with a 20 cell display, a Braille Lite 2040. And a disk drive for Braille Light Note Takers. We'll pay top price, we'll pay shipping. If you have any of these items, contact him via email L-E-O-N-A-R-D-S-U-C-H-A-N-E-K at gmail.com. Looking for a counterdose device that allows diabetics to put their syringe on it and accurately measure their insulin dose. Contact Raymond Washburn at 405-525-5231. ACB Officers President Dan Spoon, 1st Term, 2021 3924 Lake Mirage Boulevard, Orlando, Florida 32817 1st Vice President Mark Reichert, 1st Term, 2021 1515 Jefferson Davis Highway, Apartment 622, Arlington, Virginia 22202 3309. Second Vice President, Ray Campbell, First Term 2021, 460 Raintree Court, number 3K, Glen Ellen, Illinois 60137. Secretary, Denise Colley, First Term 2021. 1401 Northwest Lane, Southeast, Lacey, Washington, 98503. Treasurer David Trot, Second Term 2021, 1018 East Street, South, Talladega, Alabama, 35160. Immediate Past President Kim Charlson, 57 Grandview Avenue, Watertown, Massachusetts, 02472. ACB Board of Directors Jeff Bishop, Kirkland, Washington, 1st Term, 2020 Donna Brown, Romney, West Virginia, Partial Term, 2020 Sarah Conrad, Madison, Wisconsin, 2nd Term, 2020 Dan Dillon, Hermitage, Tennessee, 1st Term, 2020 Katie Frederick, Worthington, Ohio, 2nd Term, 2022 James Crott, Miami, Florida, First Term, 2022 Doug Powell, Falls Church, Virginia First Term, 2020 Patrick Sheehan, Silver Spring, Maryland Second Term, 2022 Michael Talley, Hueytown, Alabama First Term, 2022 Jeff Tom, Sacramento, California First Term, 2022 ACB Board of Publications Debbie Lewis, Chair Clarkston, Washington, 2nd term, 2021. Paul Edwards, Miami, Florida, 2nd term, 2020. Zelda Gebhardt, Edgley, North Dakota, partial term, 2020. Susan Glass, Saratoga, California, 2nd term, 2021. Penny Reeder, Montgomery Village, Maryland, 1st term, 2020. Accessing your ACB Braille and E-forums. The ACB E-forum may be accessed by email on the ACB website, via download from the web page in Word, plain text or Braille ready file, or by phone at 605-475-8154. To subscribe to the email version, visit the ACB email lists page at www.acb.org. The ACB Braille Forum is available by mail in Braille, large print, NLS-style digital cartridge, and via email. It is also available to read or download from ACB's webpage and by phone, 605-475-8154. Subscribe to the podcast versions from your second-generation Victor Reader stream, or from www.acb.org slash bf slash.